It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply all righty here we go we are Packed today. It's great to have you in. Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It's great to have you with us. We had a busy week. Um, Thursday Night Football was last night. The Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals Seahawks getting a much-needed win at home. I, I don't think we realize how important that was. Uh, we'll discuss that in about 10 minutes. We'll get through a bunch of stuff today. Uh, we'll make our picks at the end of the show. Taysom Hill is the announced starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. So uh, it's not going to be Jameis Winston with Drew Brees out. It's going to be Taysom Hill at quarterback and not Jameis Winston. So that's going to be something to see. We'll obviously discuss that. Um, but again, plenty of stuff to hit on today. Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. Uh, <laughs> listen, a lot of my attention this week, I got to admit, was on the NBA draft. I'm a big draft nerd uh, for pretty much every sport. I'm even into the Major League Baseball draft, believe it or not. Um, but plenty of stuff to hit on today. I do want to remind you uh, that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed uh, sports and casino vendors in the United States. Uh, we've teamed together to provide special gaming opportunities, uh, special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website. It's LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You'll see it. It's going to be there. You click on that ad. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. And there's plenty, right? Because they're not all legal everywhere, but BetMGM and DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those. Uh, you sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match from $100 to $1,000. And it's, a, it's an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. Okay, make sure you take advantage of that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. Uh, make sure you take advantage of that while it still exists. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page, and then you get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That's American betting experts. Uh, okay. So let's get into this. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks got a win yesterday. Uh, last night, 28-21 was the final score. Seattle beating the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it was in Seattle, so uh, a very I, a huge, I, honestly, huge win for Seattle. We're going to get into how important it was uh, a little bit later. But I do want to begin with this. You know, we have, um, we, do, we, we put major expectations on players very early on, very early on. It's like we can't help it. It really is. We see something exciting, and we just Hall of Fame, <laughs> Super Bowl. Like that's what we do. We we just kind of throw all of that stuff on a guy after seeing him for a couple of minutes. Okay, it's we fall in love with the girl that you know we've dated for three weeks. You know, oh my God, she's the one. My heart's gonna explode. Oh, it's I'm so in love. When really, you know, 
you might like her, but you have zero idea whether or not she's the one or not. Okay, you put those expectations up really, really high. Um, and I don't want to get caught up in the same sort of expectation uh, for Kyler Murray than uh, that we've had in the past with other quarterbacks. Because I think we need to be more realistic about, you know, what, you know, players actually are going to be. I am not going to call Kyler Murray a top five quarterback all time. Like I'm just, you know, I don't think anybody would. Our The expectations would just be too high at that point. But I do think that it is accurate to say, and I saw this, I wish I came up with it myself, but I do think that it's really, uh, that it rings true. Kyler Murray uh, is what we thought Lamar Jackson would be. Okay, when we first saw Lamar Jackson, we he's changing the game. Lamar Jackson, he he's changing the game. We've never seen a quarterback run like that. If he's an accurate thrower, we, I mean, there's no stopping him. There's no stopping him. And for a moment there, there was no stopping him. There was no stopping Lamar Jackson. Last year, Lamar Jackson was the most lethal player in football. It was just unbelievable. He was the most lethal player in football last year. Nobody could touch him. But this is the uh, things change fast in the NFL. We're realizing that now. Things change fast. This year, it looks a little bit different. Lamar didn't collapse. It's not like he's completely falling apart. His completion percentage is a little bit down. He's already thrown five interceptions. He threw six of all last year. I mean, Look, I'm not saying that, you know, that we should all be out on Lamar Jackson now. But it did take a step back. His accuracy took a little bit of a dip. He's a little bit more inconsistent. The Ravens offense as a whole is a little bit more inconsistent now. And a lot of that is rooted in how teams defend Lamar Jackson and how they fare against him. It's very simple. Arizona, I don't think, is going to have that problem. Kyler Murray, this is a different breed. And I understand that Arizona lost last night. They're 6-4. and four. They are not blowing the doors off of anybody. I think they're, Arizona is a really good football team. They might even be a top-10 team in the league. They have a lot of fast, good players that do a lot of different things. And Kyler Murray has completely changed the outlook of that franchise going forward. He looks really, really good. Kyler Murray, you want to talk about accuracy. You want to talk about things that make quarterbacks great. Just to give you an idea, okay, I usually say that in the NFL, completion percentage completion percentage matters a lot. Okay, how accurate are you? How many times are you throwing the ball and how many times is the receiver catching it? Like, uh, uh, to me, that's it's it's crucial. That's really important, and I don't think anybody would say otherwise. And Kyler Murray, I would say that good in the NFL as far as completion percentage, good. Okay, good is about 64, 65%. Anything below that, okay, you probably get around the 62, 63. That's about average, and then you get below that, and you're not very accurate anymore. Okay, 60 is what a lot of people say is the threshold. I think it's a little bit above 60. Kyler Murray this year is at 68. Well above average. Really, really good. Kyler Murray's an accurate thrower of the football. He's a great deep ball thrower. Okay, this guy throws the ball far and accurate on a very consistent basis. These are not check down throws. These are not little dinky, dunky, simple route throws. I mean, Kyler has a gift for throwing the football. He does. And on top of that, he has amazing running ability that you can make the argument is almost as good as Lamar Jackson. Now, I wouldn't say it's as good, but it's almost as good as Lamar Jackson. You have to say that he has that as well. Kyler Murray's run for 10 touchdowns this year. 
10. Kyler has run for 10. I mean, that's crazy. That is nuts. Top-tier running backs don't run for 10. Kyler Murray is what we thought Lamar Jackson would be. Future outlook. Right? Future outlook as far as this is concerned. Look, we're we're looking at, again, you, you got to keep in mind, I, I have said on numerous occasions, what makes a quarterback great? Like, what are the things that you have to have as a quarterback in order to be great? What are those things? Poise, maturity, you have to be accurate with the football, and you got to be able to move. You can't, you don't have to be a runner, but you have to be able to move. You have to be pretty athletic. You can't be a statue in the pocket. That doesn't work in the NFL anymore. Okay, pass rushers are too fast. They're too athletic. They break through too easily now. The game relies on mobility, athleticism at every position. Every position requires athletes, not just big guys that don't move. Kyler Murray has every single one of those things. Every single one of those things. And they are going to keep getting better. Now, I'm going to revert back to what I said before. To start off, we put unrealistic expectations on a lot of these guys after we see them great for one time. Like, like we we automatically, we see something great, we're just like, oh, it's going to be great forever. No, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be great forever. I think Kyler Murray's shelf life could be short also. Because the truth is, is that he does run a lot. He was a baseball player, so he is going to be better naturally at sliding. But you got to keep this in mind. Running quarterbacks don't last long in this league. They take beatings. You see his little hair right here? Man, oh man, I hate this little, I I can never get it to go down. (laughs) But that's the thing, is that they just... You get miles on those legs. You take some unnecessary hits. It could hurt him. It could hurt him. But I do think that Kyler will have more longer sustained success in the NFL because of his ability to throw the football. Okay, we never questioned coming out of college whether Kyler Murray could play quarterback. We knew it. We knew it. Because we knew there was something special there. Gifted running ability. I mean, you've seen it. The guy's fast as hell. If you watch the game yesterday, how many times he was pressured and how he was just able to escape it, no problem. I mean, it it was a natural. You, You saw it. The way he's able to escape pressure. I mean, that's incredible. There aren't very many quarterbacks that do that. I Honestly, I, I would say there's one that escapes pressure like that, and it's Lamar Jackson. So, athleticism matters, and being able to throw the football, like I said, we never questioned whether Kyler Murray could throw or not. We never questioned whether or not Kyler Murray could play quarterback in this league because we saw gifted running ability, gifted escape ability, with also a knack for throwing a really consistent, accurate deep ball. And it's showing in the NFL. It is showing in the NFL today that Kyler Murray could be more of what we thought Lamar Jackson would be. Simple as that. I really do. Like, Honestly, just just compare it. That's all. Just compare it. Who do you have more? Like, whose future do you have more faith in? Do you have more faith in Kyler Murray's future because of his accuracy and all of that? And I like Lamar Jackson a lot. I've done a lot of defending of Lamar Jackson. But compare them both. Lamar's taken a clear step back this year. Do you have faith consistently in his arm? Do you have faith consistently in Kyler Murray's arm? And honestly, it could it, ask yourself as as simple as that: whose arm do you like better? Do you like Kyler's arm more, or do you like Lamar Jackson's arm more? I think most people would say Kyler. I think Kyler's future 
is a little bit brighter than Lamar Jackson. Okay. Um, so let's, let's flip to the other side. Uh, I brought up earlier before that I don't think we realize how important this win was for Seattle. I don't. I don't think we realized how important this was. I probably should have pulled the mic away from that, right? <laughs> um, but we don't realize how important it was last night. Seattle got a much-needed win. That was crucial to the outlook of their season. Now, I said before, I said last week, or was I, I think it was Monday. Actually, I think it was Monday. I said on Monday, Seattle is going to make the playoffs. I, I am not worried that Seattle is not going to make the playoffs. They absolutely will make the playoffs. Uh, the only issue I have with Seattle is that, and I've said it repeatedly, their roster sucks. Seattle's roster is bad. It's bad. Period. Okay. Look, last night they showed, look, they could, they could defend Kyler Murray a little bit, right? That offense was not overly explosive, but it was not like their defense played amazing. That was the best defense that they've played all year. Do not expect that to continue. Don't expect it to continue. There's no talent on it. Listen, Bobby Wagner is their best defensive player. Okay, he's really good. I can understand that. Jamal Adams, who they traded an arm and a leg for, has drastically underperformed this year on top of being hurt a couple of times this year. So if you're Seattle, think about how badly you need to win for the next uh for the rest of the season. You're seven and three now. You got six games left. Okay, let me see. I, I said last week that Seattle's remaining schedule was devastatingly easy, and it is at Philadelphia. Home against the Giants, home against the Jets. They go at Washington, home against the Rams, and then at the San Francisco 49ers to close out the season. That schedule is ridiculously easy. They get their two division opponents. One of them is going to be at home. The one that's away is the last place team in the division. They'll beat the 49ers in the last week of the division uh, of the season. You get to play the rest of the NFC East, Eagles, Giants, Washington, and then you get to play the worst team in football, the Jets. The Seahawks' remaining schedule is ridiculously easy. Do not be surprised if they go 13-3. and three. Do not be surprised if they go. It, maybe they lose one game. They lose one of their division games at the end of the year or something like that. They go 12-4. and four. But people don't realize how crucial that win was against Arizona. They needed to win that game because they need to win the division. The Seattle Seahawks need to win their division. They can't let the Cardinals win it. They can't let the Rams win it. They have to win. The roster is terrible. They need a first-round bye. They need a first-round bye. The reason being, okay, the reason they need a first-round bye, and it's very simple, is because they need to get a break. It has less to do with the bye. It has less to do with the their ability to potentially lose in the first round. I'm not worried about the first round. It's who they play in the second round. They are going to need to get a break on playing a weaker team in the second round. They don't want, like, okay, let's say they don't win the division. They get the fifth seed in the NFC. They play whoever wins the NFC East, right? They play, let's pretend it's the Eagles. They play the Eagles in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, they'll probably beat the Eagles. It'll be in Philadelphia, but they'll probably beat the Eagles. Okay, the next game that they play is going to be against whoever was the one seed in the NFC, which could probably be New Orleans or pro or could be Green Bay or it could be Tampa. You don't want to play those teams. You want to try and avoid 
the top tier teams in the NFC as long as you possibly can. If you're the Seattle Seahawks, like I've said, the defense that they have is historically bad. Historically bad. They have the worst defense in the NFL today. And I know people are going to say, oh, the Dallas Cowboy defense is worse. Is it? Have you seen Seattle's defense lately? They can't stop anybody either. They're not getting after the quarterback. They can't cover anybody. They're missing tackles. They're not well coached. Or at least they don't play well coached. They probably are well coached, but it's not translating. They, if you're a Seahawk fan, if you are the Seattle Seahawks, you want this first round by more than any other team in the NFC. You do. <laughs> oh boy. You really do. You can't allow one of the other teams in your division to win this division because you need the break more than anybody. Arizona could win a second round playoff game. They could. That roster's good enough. Their quarterback's good enough. Seattle's roster isn't. Their quarterback is. Russell Wilson's amazing. But we've seen it even this year. Russell, Keep this in mind. Russell Wilson, through the first, oh, what was it? Through the first six, seven weeks of the season, was the overwhelming favorite to win MVP? The overwhelming favorite. Is he even top three anymore? <laughs> Look, people like Kyler Murray for MVP more than Russell Wilson now. Russell Wilson leads the league in passing yards and leads the league in touchdown passes. And people think that he's not MVP anymore. Why? Now, he would probably still get my vote because, again, and I don't really need to get into the discussion on what MVP actually means, right? Right, most valuable player. Well, he certainly is the most valuable player in the NFL. If the Seahawks don't have Russell Wilson, they're a bottom five team in the league at least. They're Jets, Jacksonville, like that level of bad. They are in that category without Russell Wilson. With Russell Wilson, they might be the favorite in the NFC. Like, that should tell you something. That should tell you that it should speak volumes to you. It is so clear and concise that Seattle needs this first round buy. They need it. They don't have the roster to beat three crazy talented teams in a row. They don't. They got to get a break in round one. They got to get a, they have to get a buy in round one and they got to get a break in round two because they can beat two teams in a row. They, okay. They, they get the first round by, that's fine. They play somewhat of a lesser team in the first round. Okay. They play a wild card team in the first round. They, okay. They play a weaker team in the, I guess in the second round, they go to the NFC championship game. That's when they play their first awesome team, right? New Orleans, Green Bay, Tampa. Oh, I've said that those are the favorites in the NFC, right? Tampa, New Orleans, Green Bay, Seattle. That's most people's top four. They play one of those teams, and then they play whoever in the Super Bowl, whether it's Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Kansas City, they, whether it's any of those times, uh, any of those teams. It's all possible. So, yeah, they're going to need a first round bye because, the, look, <laughs> the talent on this roster. Ain't going to make it three weeks. It ain't going to make it three weeks against amazing teams, against teams that are more talented than you are. Okay, Russell Wilson can win a couple of games, but if you start asking too much of him, he's got to win four playoff games in a row with that roster? Nope. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. The Seahawks need 
a first-round bye. They need the number one seed, which is why yesterday's win for Seattle was huge because they can't fall in the division to Arizona. They have to win the division. They got to win pretty much the rest of their games. Like I said, their schedule's really, really easy. They get the rest of the NFC East, right? They get Philly. They get the Jet, uh, the Giants. They get Washington. They get to play the Jets, which is an automatic win. And they get to play their two weaker division opponents. The Rams, they get, they get the Rams in Seattle, and then they go to San Francisco to play a banged-up 49ers team. So they've got an easy schedule the rest of the way. Take advantage, get the number one seed. I feel so much more confident going forward with Seattle if they get the number one seed so they don't have to play teams that are more talented than them too much. They have to play two extra playoff games or they got to play an extra playoff game against a team that is more than likely purely more talented than they are. I don't like the outlook of that. If they only have to play three playoff games and not four with that roster, I'm way more comfortable uh, with them as a Super Bowl team. So that's where I uh, land on that. Huge win last night. Again, final score was 28-21, Seattle over Arizona. They, The Seahawks needed it. Boy, oh boy, did they need that win. Thank goodness for Seattle. If you lose to Arizona that week, I mean, I don't want to say that your season's over, but it is an uphill climb. It already is. When your defense can't stop anybody, you can't protect your quarterback, your running backs are getting injured every week. I, I mean, you're, you're, you're in trouble. Okay, a question was posed a while ago, what do the Seahawks do well? Right? Like, what, what is it that the Seahawks actually do well? You can hang your hat on it. Well, they have a great quarterback. And they get a couple cool wide receivers. That's, I mean, Russell Wilson is the Seahawks. I said yes, I, I said on Monday, he's by himself. By himself. So, uh, Seattle needs to get as many breaks as they possibly can in the playoffs because they can't keep doing this. They can't keep playing games where they are just consistently being outmatched. They just can't do it. Uh, okay. I do want to remind you, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Okay, that's American Betting Experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That's LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad that's located on the upper right side of the page. You'll see it. It's going to be right there. Okay, it's on the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. So that's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those. They're not all legal everywhere. So whichever gaming site is legal in your state, you sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000, okay? If, if if you're a gambler, or even if you're not a gambler, and you just want to try it out, okay, this is a great offer to take advantage of. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. You're hearing me correctly. You're hearing me correctly. $100 to $1,000, account deposit match or a risk-free bet, okay? It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That's American Betting Experts. You'll see it on LandryFootball.com. There's going to be an ad. You sign up. You pick the gaming sites, and then you just play. Okay? It, it really is that easy. So take advantage of the offer while it still exists. That's American Betting Experts. Uh, okay. So this was interesting. I, I want to cover this quickly before we make picks. Um, so... It was announced earlier today. I didn't plan on having a story on this, um, but it was announced earlier today that the New Orleans Saints will not be starting Jameis. 
uh, Jameis Winston this week uh, against the uh, 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 the Atlanta Falcons in New Orleans. They will not be starting Jameis Winston. They will start Taysom Hill at quarterback. Now, everybody likes Taysom Hill, right? <laughs> I mean, he's fun. He's a you know versatile guy. He plays every position. He's he's a special teams guy. He can play quarterback. He plays tight end. I mean, th- my buddy that I'm in a fantasy football league with is loving the fact that Taysom Hill is starting. You know why? Because he can start him at tight end and still get quarterback points for him. <laughs> I wish I had that liberty. I caught on late, seriously. But we all like Taysom Hill. Saints fans love Taysom Hill. Oh, they, they, I listen, everybody is rooting for Taysom Hill to succeed. But here's the thing about Taysom Hill. We all understand that this is this is big for the Saints. This is a big opportunity for the Saints because they 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 have to see whether Taysom Hill has it, right? It's big for the Saints. But it's even bigger for Taysom Hill himself. And I know what people are thinking. They're just like, oh, yeah, I mean, look, if he's a franchise quarterback, he can get paid big money, right? And he's got a future. He's got a future in New Orleans, not just as a gadget guy, not, not as just somebody that you can, you know, throw out there and do a bunch of things with. No, he could actually be like your real starting quarterback. It's not just that. It isn't just for Taysom Hill to have a future. It isn't just for Taysom Hill to be able to get paid big money. But Taysom Hill has a lot to prove. And it's more to prove than you than you probably think. Taysom Hill doesn't have to prove that he's better than Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill doesn't have to prove that he can be a viable option to replace Drew Brees. But keep this in mind, too. He has about two games, maybe two games. This is going to be a game-by-game basis, I bet. If Taysom Hill plays horrible in the first half of this game, Jameis Winston's coming in. Don't be surprised if they platoon them to give the Falcons some different looks. Don't be surprised. Sean Payton is a coach that will do that. So, there's a lot of possibilities here. Taysom Hill has to see if he has it also. He's got a game or two to convince the Saints that he's great. Great. You heard me right. Great. He can't be average. Taysom Hill can't be good. Taysom Hill has to be great at quarterback. He's got to be great. Think about this for a second. Do you see, (laughs) let me me ask you, do you see how many good young quarterbacks there are in the NFL today? Do you see how much talent these guys have? How much talent is on the field at quarterback? I mean, all of these guys can sling it. I I mean, I'm not exaggerating. These guys can really play. They move. They're good. They played high-level college football. And they played real players at quarterback. They've got experience. Okay, even the guys that aren't really working in the NFL, guys like Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, you're going to tell me that those guys don't have talent? You're going to tell me, okay, like like Lamar Jackson, I'm not saying he's got to be Patrick Mahomes or anything like that, but my God, Look at the rookie class this year. Do you have any idea like how good? Look at how good Joe Burrow, Tua, and Justin Herbert are. Look at how good those guys. They are oozing with talent, oozing with potential, oozing with future. Taysom Hill has to prove that he's better than potentially that. He has to prove that he's better than the Saints kid that they haven't even drafted yet. Taysom Taysom Hill has to beat out guys that don't exist, that don't even exist. You see that, right? That he does. The Saints don't need to draft a quarterback. They've got the guy. 
They've got him. Taysom Hill is the guy. He has to prove that he's better than whoever they can draft. Whoever the Saints could potentially draft at any point for as long as Drew Brees is around. Because as long as Drew Brees is there, you know, he's going to be a Saint until he retires. And Drew Brees is, I, 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 again, with the injury, he's got injured the last two years. This could be his last year. I'm assuming it's going to be this year or next year where Drew Brees is just going to hang it up and spend time with his family. And that's, look, (laughs) that's perfectly okay. But when he leaves the Saints, and like I said, it's a very limited amount of time, and Taysom Hill has even more of a limited amount of time to prove that he can do it, to prove that he can fill the shoes and to prove that he's better than whoever they whoever they would replace him with right i mean that's it he's got to prove that he's that he can do that i mean he's only made a couple of passes in his nfl career right i mean that's it he's he's been a gadget guy can this gadget guy be it and is he going to be better than the ridiculously talented college kid that keep getting better and better and better every single year? I don't know. I don't know. But that's what he's got to prove. It is an uphill battle. Uphill battle for Taysom Hill to win the long-term starting quarterback position for the New Orleans Saints. We're going to get our first taste of it this week. Really, really interesting. And I think they're going to get a win this week because Atlanta stinks. But Taysom Hill has to prove that he's great. Not good. Not average. Great. All right. Let's make picks. Um, So four teams and a bye this week. The Buffalo Bills, Chicago Bears, New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers are all on buys this week, so enjoy your time off. <laughs> I think it'll be uh, much needed for you guys. So we'll begin. There are how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven one o'clock games. There's four in the four o'clock hour. And then obviously Sunday night and Monday night. The Monday night football game that we won't cover today, we'll cover it on Monday. Uh, the L.A. Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing on Monday Night Football. The Buccaneers right now sit at three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, So we will not cover that yet. Uh, So let's cover uh, Sunday's games. Let's see how we do here. Let's start off with a good one. The Tennessee Titans go to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Ravens right now sit at five and a half point favorites at home. Both teams sit at six and three. They're both the second place team in their division right now. Uh, I am going to take the Ravens at home. I think the Ravens are a better team. Listen, Ryan Tannehill the past couple of weeks has struggled a little bit. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, the, the, this is going to be a lot of running the football. Derrick Henry for Tennessee, and then the Ravens offense is all about power running. J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, Lamar Jackson, right? It's all about power running. I think the Ravens being at home gives them a little bit of an advantage. They get to sleep in their own bed. I think that uh, they're going to have more success running the football because they have more avenues to run the football. I think the Ravens' defense is better. They'll be able to handle what Tennessee throws at them better than uh, than the other way around. I like the Ravens in this game. I think it'll be close. There's no, I don't think there's going to be a blowout. Um, but I do think the Ravens win this game. I'm going to say 24-20 Ravens over the Tennessee Titans in Baltimore. Um, let's go to the Detroit Lions. The uh, The Lions are going to Carolina to play the Panthers. Uh, Lions right now sit at 4-5. and five. The Panthers are 3-7. and seven. Uh it's so crazy because the Panthers don't seem like they're a team that's three and seven, right? They've played really competitive football pretty much all year. That's an attribute. That's that's attributed to coaching. That's attributed to honestly to Teddy Bridgewater being able to not get blown out in games. Okay, we understand that he's not the overwhelmingly most talented quarterback in the league. He's not very mobile. He doesn't throw great deep balls, but he's deathly accurate and he's got poise and he's mature and he's a great leader. 
That shows Teddy Bridgewater has done a fantastic job for the Carolina Panthers this year. And with that, I am going to take Carolina to win the game. Uh, look, Carolina, I think right now, is they're the more well-constructed football team. I think they've got uh, uh, they've got a better coach, right? Matt Rule over over Matt Patricia. I, they're they're a more stable organization right now. The Panthers will not have Christian McCaffrey again this week, which means a lot of fantasy owners that took Christian McCaffrey number one overall in their draft are pissed because they haven't had him all year, including me in a couple of leagues. Um, but I will say, if you picked up his uh, his handcuff, Mike Davis, you're probably pretty happy. He's played pretty well. But I do think that uh, Carolina has the edge running the football, even though DeAndre Swift has done a really nice job uh, for Detroit. Even Adrian Peterson has done a nice job for them. Um, but I do think the Panthers are uh, they're more well-constructed. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is having a, a little bit of a better year, I think, than Matthew Stafford. And I think Carolina's defense, again, it, this is not a good Carolina defense, but I don't really find this Detroit offense to be crazy, crazy explosive. They've got some nice players, right? Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson and guys like that. But there's not a lot of explosive plays. This is not a big play offense. I'm going to take the Panthers here. I'll say, uh, let me go. I'll say 27. I'll say 27, 21 Panthers over the Lions. Uh, let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles are going to Cleveland to play the Browns. The Browns right now are three point favorites at home. Uh, Eagles sit at three, five and one. The Browns are six and three. Look, I, this is a toughie. I, I, I don't think that the Eagles, I, I, I think there's a possibility the Eagles win this game. I am going to pick the Browns at home. It, look, I, this is just a, you know, Pure. The Browns are six and three, and they're home, so I feel more comfortable picking them. Do not be surprised if the Eagles are able to pull out a win. The issue that I have with the Eagles is that they're still so banged up, um, and I think that uh, Cleveland is going to get after the quarterback. Now, it does help. It does help Philadelphia that Miles Garrett got put on the COVID nineteen left, uh, COVID nineteen list. So. He's going to be out. The uh, he's going to be out for the game. That is huge for them. They don't have to worry about him. Uh, so I think that gives the Eagles an edge in that category. But look, the Browns' offensive personnel is better. They run the football better. Their defense is better. Look, Carson Wentz. I like him as a quarterback overall. But Baker Mayfield is having a better year by far this year. I'm going to take the Browns. I, I don't think it's a blowout, but I do think. Um, you know, like I said, I do think the Browns win this one. I'll say 23, I'll say 23, 20 uh, Browns over the Eagles in Cleveland. Uh, let's go to the uh, New England Patriots are going to Houston to play the Texans. Uh, the Patriots right now are two point favorites on the road. Patriots uh, sit at four and five. The Texans are two and seven. They're having a really rough year. Uh, bad coaching. Uh, look, it, and they don't really have much room. The Dolphins own their first-round draft pick, so <laughs> that doesn't really help either. Um, so uh, New England and Houston, uh, look, Deshaun Watson is way better at playing quarterback than Cam Newton, way better. And he's the guy's more of a winner. Deshaun Watson's just better. The issue that I have is that the Texans – Right, Romeo Cornell is their interim head coach. And I like Romeo Cornell. He's been around the league for a long time. But the coaching mismatch is insane. Okay, Bill Belichick is, I, I mean, I would be shocked if, <laughs> if, if the Texans looked better in this game than the New England Patriots. I so badly want to take the Houston Texans, but I'm not. I'm going to take the Patriots on the road. And I think it's going to be razor thin. I think it's going to be a low scoring game because the Patriots defense is going to do their job and New England is not going to be able to score that many points. I think New England takes this one. I'll say 17 to 13 on the road against the Houston Texans. This is going to be a close game, but again, uh, the coaching mismatch is insane. As much as I love Deshaun Watson and I do, I love Deshaun Watson. 
I just think the Patriots right now, they're playing better football, believe it or not. Even though they're a mess, they are playing better football. I'll take the Patriots over Houston in Houston. Uh, let's go to the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. The Pitts, uh, the Steelers right now are 10 and a half point road favorites. <laughs> the uh, Steelers, like I said, we, it, I feel we're saying it every week because they keep on winning. They're the only undefeated team left. They're nine and zero to start the year. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are one and eight. They are absolutely atrocious. Um, I am imagining that Jake Luton is starting again at quarterback for Jacksonville. Uh, I am going to take the Steelers. I think this is a pretty simple one. The Steelers are just, they're better all around. They're better offensively. They're better defensively. They're going to get after the quarterback, better offensive line, uh, better coaching. I mean, it's just all around a mismatch for the Jags. I'm going to take the Steelers on the road. I think it's not going to be close. I'm going to say Steelers. I'll say 38, I'll say 38 to 16 Steelers over the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend. The Jaguars will find the end zone one time, and that's it. That's all you're going to get. Pittsburgh over Jacksonville, big time in Jacksonville. Um, Yeah, didn't want to spend too much time on that one. Pittsburgh is going to win that football game. If they don't, then there's I, – I actually – if Pittsburgh loses to Jacksonville this weekend, that's a big problem. That's a big, big problem. Um. All right, let's go to this one. The Atlanta Falcons are going to New Orleans to play the Saints. The Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home this year. No Drew Brees. They're not starting Jameis Winston. The Saints are starting Taysom Hill at quarterback. That's big. Saints are 7-2. and two. Falcons sit right now at 3-6. and six. Like I said before, I do think the New Orleans Saints win the game, but I do think it'll be close. Taysom Hill has not had a start at quarterback so far in his career. This is a Big gain for him. Now, don't be surprised if he shows out a little bit because Atlanta's defense is absolutely atrocious. It is bad. Uh, but I do think that this will be a relatively, you know, kind of even scoring game because, look, it's Taysom Hill's first start. It's basically like he's a rookie. You know, we have no idea what we're going to see out of him, but I am going to take the Saints to win the game. That's going to be the answer, really, is like the quarterback matchup in this game is going to go to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, but Taysom Hill could show you that there's no film on him, right? That of him playing quarterback, there's no film on Taysom Hill play quarterback. So that works in the saints favor. I think that Sean Payton will find ways to work with him. I'm going to say, I'm going to give the saints the win. I'll say 26, 23, over the Atlanta Falcons. It'll be a close game, but I do think the Saints win at home. Uh, the last 1 o'clock game. Can't wait for this one. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to Washington to play the Washington football team. Uh, Washington is two-point favorites at home. Bengals are 2-6-1. and one. Washington is 2-7. and seven. Can't wait for this one. Alex Smith should get the started quarterback for Washington. Uh, I am going to take the Bengals on the road. Uh, look, do not be surprised if Washington wins this game. And if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you are hoping that Washington wins this game. Um, but look, Cincinnati right now, uh, they're playing better offensively. Joe Burrow, I think, has been fantastic this year, given the circumstances. The guy is constantly on his back. He's one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but his weapons are good. His running game is good. Uh, that defense in Cincinnati is really, really terrible, but their secondary is not bad. Uh, listen, Washington is just a mess. They're just a mess. Uh, their front seven's great. They're going to get after Joe Burrow, I think. It's actually a pretty bad matchup uh, for Cincinnati in that aspect. But if Joe Burrow's going to get the ball out, uh, Washington's got nobody to cover, and I don't think Washington's going to be able to score points. It depends. Is What kind of performance is Alex Smith going to give you for Washington? I just think it's going to be a little bit subpar, so I am going to take the Bengals on the road. It's going to be really close. I'm going to take the Bengals' sloppy game. I'll say 20-16 to 16, uh, Bengals over the uh, Washington football team. Uh, all right, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock games. There's two games, 405, two, uh, two games, 425. Uh, let's start with the Miami Dolphins go to Denver to play the Broncos. The Dolphins right now are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Dolphins right now sit at six and three. Can you believe that? The Dolphins are six and three. 
and the Broncos right now are two, are, uh, are three and six. Give me Miami on the road. Look, look, <laughs> Denver has been a mess. They have been. Drew Locke, the, the Broncos are finding out that Drew Locke is not the answer. He He's not the answer. 66 and a half quarterback rating, seven touchdowns and 10 interceptions on the year for Drew Locke. It's been tough. Tua has yet to throw an interception. He's got three wins on his career. Look, Tua hasn't really been uh, stuffing the stat sheet, but he has been playing reliable. At He has been playing a reliable brand of football. Uh, look, the Dolphins have a top 10 defense in the NFL, which is amazing because I don't really think they have that much talent, especially in their front seven. Um, and the talent on offense, I don't think is amazing. This gives you know gives you a look at the job that Brian Flores is doing in in Miami. He has done an incredible job coaching that team. They're disciplined. They play hard. This is exactly what uh, Miami fans were hoping to get out of their team. So I am going to take Miami in this game. I actually think it could be relatively lopsided. This could be Tua's first big game in the NFL. I'm going to say 31 to 17. Dolphins over the Broncos. Uh, let's go to this one. The New York Jets are going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. The Chargers right now are nine and a half point favorites at home. Jets, the only team without a win in the NFL. They're 0 and 9. The Chargers are 2 and 7. This one to me is a no brainer. Give me the Chargers. Uh, look, I think the Chargers are better than what their record shows. Justin Herbert has played great, he's got a 102.8 passer rating which, again, is really good, especially for a rookie. 19 touchdowns, six interceptions for Justin Herbert on the year. We're seeing what kind of special player that he is. I think the defense is going to get after whoever playing whoever is playing a quarterback for the Jets. I, I I would imagine it's Joe Flacco, but whoever it is, listen, I, I can't take the Jets in a game until they win one. Okay, I, I think that that's more than understandable. I can't take the Jets in a game until they win. Um so I am going to take the Chargers in this one. They've got weapons. They're going to take advantage of this defense. And I think that that pass rush for the Chargers is just going to make uh, the Jet quarterback, whoever it is, whether it's Sam Darnold or Joe Flacco, they are going to make whoever is back there, their lives a, a living hell. It's going to be really terrible. So I am going to take the Chargers. I think it'll be relatively lopsided. I'm going to take the Chargers 30-9 to over the Jets. All right, 425, the Green Bay Packers are going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. This is going to be a good one. The Colts are actually favored in the game by two. So Packers right now sit at 7-2. and two. They're the clear favorite in the NFC North. The Colts are in first place in the AFC South at 6-3. and three. Um, Listen, I, I just I feel really uncomfortable picking the Colts. I just do. So I am going to take Green Bay in this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still having a fantastic year, 26 touchdowns and three interceptions for Aaron Rodgers so far this year. That's a 116.4 passer rating. That's crazy. He's had a great year. Um, and I do think that Indianapolis, the problem with Indianapolis is that their, their task on the green Bay defense is I think a little bit tougher. The pass rush for Green Bay is a little bit better. I think the secondary in Green Bay is a little bit younger and faster. So I am going to take the Packers in this one. It should be a close game. You also have to keep in mind, Aaron Rodgers is not going to give the ball away. Phillip Rivers is. Phillip Rivers will turn the ball over. So I think it's a bad matchup for the Colts. I'm actually surprised that they're favored in the game. If you're a betting man, I would hammer the Colts plus two. Uh, so I am going to take the Packers on the road. Give me, I'll say, I'll say 31 to 21 Packers over the Colts. All right. The last four o'clock game, the Dallas Cowboys are going to Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Vikings right now are seven and a half point favorites at home. Uh, Cowboys right now sit at two and seven. The Vikings are four and five. They're starting to climb back. Um, I do think the Vikings get the win here in Minnesota. I think it's a pretty easy one to pick. Uh, I don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Cowboys. I don't know if it's going to be Andy Dalton. He's out of the, he's off the list, but I don't know if he's, uh, I don't know if he's going to play or not, or whether or not it's going to be Garrett Gilbert, who they had before the bye. Um, but look, the Cowboys right now are a mess. 
I think they played a tough game against the Steelers, but I really don't think that that matters this much. Minnesota's roster is really, really good. They're going to run the ball like crazy. Dalvin Cook right now is better than Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, so Minnesota, I think, is going to uh, control the clock. Kirk Cousins is better than whoever Cowboys are starting at quarterback right now. Uh, the Vikings' defense is better. There's more stability with the coaching staff, plus Minnesota's at home. I mean, there really isn't there really isn't a reason to uh, to pick the Cowboys in this one. I am going to take the Vikings to beat the Cowboys. I'll say thirty to thirteen Vikings over the Cowboys. I think it'll be a lopsided one. Um, Sunday night football. This is going to be a good one. Believe it or not, I think this is going to be a good one. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. The Chiefs right now are seven and a half point road favorites. I'm actually really surprised that it's that large. Chiefs right now sit at eight and one. The Raiders are six and three. The Raiders beat the Chiefs in the first matchup this year. They've already beaten the Chiefs. Uh, what was the score in that game? Uh, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders 40 to 32 in week five at home. It was in Kansas City at Arrowhead. So, do not be surprised if the Raiders win this game at home. If they win it in Las Vegas at Allegiant, do not be surprised. Um, I am going to take the Chiefs, though. I Listen, I, I can't imagine the Raiders sweeping the Chiefs. Okay, if the Raiders sweep the Chiefs, they're a Super Bowl team. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, if the Raiders beat the Chiefs twice in the regular season, I mean, it's really, you're going to have a really hard time arguing with me that the Raiders aren't better than Chiefs. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think the Chiefs are better than the Raiders. Their offense is a little bit better. I think their defense has played a lot better. Uh, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, I like that combination, despite the fact that Derek Carr has been fantastic this year. Uh, I think the coaching is better on Kansas City's side, and I think they're going to make the adjustments. I don't think that Kansas City is going to fall victim to Las Vegas again. Uh, so I am going to take the Chiefs on the road in this one. Uh, give me give me the Chiefs. Not a lot of defense going to be played in this game. I'll say I'll say 37 to 31 Chiefs over the Raiders uh in Las Vegas. I think this is going to be a really good Sunday night game. You're going to want to tune in for it. I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Raiders this time around. Um all right, so that's it for picks. Again, Monday night football. Uh, is the Rams and Buccaneers with the Buccaneers as three-and-a-half-point favorites in Tampa Bay. That should be a pretty good one as well. And again, if you're a fan of the Buffalo Bills, the Chicago Bears, the Giants, or the 49ers, you're getting a week off this week. So <laughs> take a lot off this week. You can lighten up about uh, the stress of your team, especially if you're Buffalo. right? If you're Buffalo or honestly even Chicago, Chicago was off to a great start. And then they put in Nick Foles, and now they're starting to lose. So, <laughs> if you're a Bills or a Bears fan, especially, you get to take some, uh, you get to take a load off here. Uh, should be good. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Just letting you know, uh, next week I am going away for Thanksgiving, so we will have a Monday show next week. I will be here on Monday. That Friday next week, I will not be here. I will not be. Uh, here for the show. I'm going to be upstate uh, celebrating Thanksgiving. So um, again, there will be a show on Monday next week. We're going to pick all the Thanksgiving games. We're going to pick the Monday night game. We're going to pick all the Sunday games. We're going to do all that stuff on Monday. Uh, and we will not be doing it on. Uh, I'm sorry. We won't be doing the uh, stuff on Friday because I will not be here. So um I know you'll miss me, but don't <laughs> don't cry. It'll be fine. Um, so uh, that's going to do it for us. We hit on plenty of stuff today. Obviously, we'll co uh, cover Monday Night Football on Monday. You got us every Monday and Friday from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern in the afternoon. We, are, we cover plenty of stuff on this show. So, again, introduce this show to your friends the Landry football podcast network. And it's not just my show, you know, take a look at some of these other guys that are doing shows on these networks. They're great shows, really insightful, primarily football based. Okay. So if you're a fan of football, you really want to jump on the train. Okay. 
My buddy Chris Landry has a great show. He has a couple, honestly, a couple of really great shows on the Landry Football Podcast Network. You're going to want to get familiar with him and with all of the rest of us. So make sure you tune in. But as for us, I'm Mike Guido. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. We will see you next week. Again, a Monday show next week. No Friday. Uh, So, Again, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games this weekend. Make sure you tune in. We'll catch up on Monday. We'll see you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.